All right, we know what it's time for. Uh, as soon as I find the music, it's time for the council roundup. Now it's time. Greg Bishop and the council roundup. You know, I remember everybody lighting up in the airplane and smoking cigarettes in the airplane. And so as evidence and science advances, we try to wisen up. I, I thought this was so simple. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Ward 6 Alderwoman Kristen DeCenso, and you're listening to the Council Roundup. Yeehaw! I've got a problem with that, but will you? <laughs> Don't rattle, rattle, rattle. Let's get right into it. About an hour-long meeting. Wow. And what's amazing is we're not going to actually focus on the, the meeting meeting. Mm-hmm. We're going to focus on zoning. <laughs> Typically, I skip over zoning. Because it's a lot of, you know, somebody's building a fence over here and somebody's going to do that over there. Or, yeah, a lot, of, you know, it, a lot of it has a tendency to be really boring. Really monotonous. Uh, but we had a couple of interesting issues on zoning last night mm-hmm. that deal with vice. Uh, so um, let's uh, go ahead and get into it. It was an hour-long meeting. Uh, zoning took up uh, most of it. So let's uh, jump right in. Here is um, a zoning issue that deals with a tavern that's going to sell pizza and oh. also have some gambling. Here's the uh, mayor laying out the uh, the ordinance here. Dan, let me turn that on. Here we go. The proposed tavern is limited to approximately 480 square feet with no drive up as described and shown in the petition and its exhibits. Number two, no outside seating. Number three, no live entertainment and Number four, the hours of operation shall follow the city liquor license. Also approval of the requested zoning variance. Planning and Zoning Commission recommendation is accept the recommendation of the Springfield Sangamon County Regional Planning Staff. So this is going to be less than 500 square feet of public space. All right. That's going to have pizza. All right. Booze. Yeah. And gambling. Oh, yeah. All right, so they'll be able to set up gambling machines. Okay. Now, we've had this discussion at the cap, at the Capitol, at the um, uh, city council chambers where, uh, you know, the aldermen are trying to get a hold of the proliferation of video gaming taverns. Uh, and they even passed an ordinance not long ago that requires regular audits of these establishments to ensure that they meet a certain threshold. Here's Alderman Hanauer, who really pushed for some of this. We'll have to fall under the 60-40 rule. Yes, what, sir. How, what's the plans for reserving food? Or They, they are. They're going to have food. Uh, they're working with a food vendor, and I've also advised the owner of the ordinance and the business licensing office to discuss it with them as well. That's the attorney Alex Rabin mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, petitioner there. Uh, here's Alderwoman Kristen DeCenso uh, talking about the square footage. The entire size of this is 480 square feet or this that the usable space for gaming? Usable space for gaming on the south end of the building. Okay. Only about 480 square feet. And that's... And that's where that's the gaming area? No, that's the entire... That's what? where people are going to be able to enjoy pizza, drink some drinks, and... No, that also has do some to just game. be the gaming area. No, that's right? that's the entire area. Um, well, how many machines are you going to have? They're not no. going to be. I mean, there's no room to do anything in there. Here's one of the business partners in this uh, a potential enterprise. My name is Brandon Butat. B is in boy. O U T is in Tom. H O T. I own Turbo Fire Wholesale, and we plan on uh, offering pizza. They we already worked out a, a pizza oven. That cooks the pizzas in about a minute, 10 seconds. Oh, wow. And we have a, a full lineup of pizzas they're going to be offering. <laughs> so they will be able to 
serve quite a bit of food. Serve quite a bit of food, but you can have all the menu options you want. But if people are just going there to throw money in the slots and not buying your pizza, it's going to be kind of hard to meet that 60% threshold of selling drinks and food for your business operations. So uh, we'll see how that plays out with the city council. Here's Alderman McMiniman raising another issue about the space. Which is about the size of a large living room. So there's a concern there. Yeah, uh, less than 500 square feet. That's small. That's tiny, yeah. Uh, more from uh, the Ward 7 Alderman. We did pass an ordinance that uh, requires audits. Yeah, every three years, he says. So they'll do like 30% one year, 30% another year, 30% another year. So they'll go and hit up a third of all of the video gaming operations and do an audit to make sure they're hitting that 60% threshold. I believe it says that 30% of our video gaming facilities have to be audited each year so theoretically this could go your facility could go three years without being audited and you might not fall or meet the requirements for the 60 40 you mean to tell me you're not gonna audit me out of here oh good (laughs) you mean i might be able to get away with this uh not saying that that's the motivation here but uh here is more from mcminimum owners may in order to meet the 60-40 test, just buy a bunch of pizzas themselves and that kind of uh, activity. So we're really concerned about that and, and uh, deviating from the real wait, intention thinks, wait, of the... Wait, he thinks that people are going to buy their own pizza? Right. And then what, just give them away? I don't know. Give them the homeless? I don't know. I don't, and and uh, deviating from the real intention that. of the uh, legislation that was passed by the General Assembly that really wanted the video gaming to be in you know, traditional taverns and uh, restaurants rather than parlors for lack of a better word so you're hearing some uh concerns uh, you know raised to the surface here here's another Mm -hmm. small footprint place that's hoping to sell food drinks and have gambling machines alderman turner uh injecting into this conversation um and i'm also concerned that a lot of people see video gaming as a panacea to making you know um money and that you know it's going to solve everything doesn't always do that sometimes people you know don't see making the money that they thought it would Hmm. or their business model was hinged way too much on (laughs) gambling and not having uh listen i I gotta be honest he said that he said they cook a pizza in a minute and ten. did you hear that yeah yeah it's turbo fire are you kidding i would that's awesome you could churn out a bunch of pizzas yeah that's true it's true. More from Turner. Where people are just kind of throwing up a business and then getting the vid- getting the gaming and thinking, you know, I'm just going to make quick money off of it. So I'm concerned about the about the size of the location, and I'm also concerned the only food, 60% has to come from food and beverage, and the only thing that you're telling me you're going to be serving are pizzas. They better make some uh, expensive pizzas and... You know, you talk to there's it's a lot gold of Schlager. There's a lot of restaurants in town. A lot of restaurants in town that all they serve is pizza. Yeah, that's I true. mean, turbo fire pizza. You know, yeah. Uh, more from uh, representatives of the business. The square footage we quoted was usable public sport floor space, not like you know kitchens and closets and things like that. And certainly, um, <clears throat> I think a lot of businesses are scaling down in space. You, you know, you can see it from tiny homes to taco trucks. It's <laughs> more successful and sustainable yeah and that's true doesn't cost as much yeah it doesn't cost as much in rent yeah all that jazz heating and all of that uh alderman hanauer was somebody who was really pushing for the whole 60 40 and having audits of these uh gaming parlors 
Uh, he asks some questions here in particular. Uh, he sees what other options are there. You know, can we possibly have a, a window where this business can operate without the gaming? What if we did this? What if we, what if we granted it well, with no video gaming for a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's an well, interesting that's a, proposal. You're going to make them change everything then. Yeah, just have like an empty spot for yeah, a like, year where they're not going to have the machines. That, uh, Here's a corporation council circle. That uh, there can be a condition uh, assigned uh, vis-a-vis the uh, zoning or certainly on the licensing itself because there have been other instances where, for example, a liquor license has been issued with certain conditions assigned to it. So there are a couple of different avenues uh, that could be used if uh, the thought was to put uh, some type of a, uh, a restriction on having gaming uh, at that location. So that's an and option listen, for listen, all the I'm to sure do these it. people, I don't know the people who got it, but I'm sure they got a loan. Possibly. And so you might want to maybe try to explain to the bank you're going to limit on what they could sell. No, I don't think that's going to. So this, it's not going to fly with the lender, I can tell you that right now. This is going on in an area, uh, it's like a little um, you know, plaza area. There's already a uh, currency exchange and a cricket phone place, and they're wanting to do this you know, turbo fire gambling place. Um, that's got the mayor a little concerned. There's no common space between the currency exchange and the... Uh the proposed video gaming area. That's correct, Mr. Mayor. There is no common space. They are sectioned off individually. More from the mayor. My concern is actually with the currency exchange in itself. i just not a firm believer in having a video gaming uh, next to a currency exchange. I think it's a bad precedence, but uh, that's my personal opinion. I mean, they do have ATMs in the uh, yeah. gaming halls. Uh, but if you're thinking like, you know, somebody's, cause a lot of these currency exchange places are also title loan places, right? Too. I mean, is that, is that right? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Either way. I mean, you go into a currency exchange, get some currency and then go and, uh, do some gambling. Hmm. So you heard the concerns there. What do you think? Is this thing going to move forward? Well, I, I just, I mean, I, I think if you're going to, I mentioned it earlier, the, whoever's giving the people the money, they were going to, they're going to have a problem with. The business model you gave me, where you're going to do gambling and and food and beer and blah, 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 is now you're telling me that you're not going to be able to, I'm telling it's not going to fly. The people lending, the the bank or whoever giving them the money, it's... Well, and that money could be contingent upon getting, you know, the city's approval. But I'm saying that they're not going to, they're not going to give up the money if the city is saying you're not allowed to do gambling for a year. That's not going to happen. Let's hear how the vote turned out. The zoning request... Uh, is denied nine voting yes, none voting no, and one voting present. So they shot it down. They said, no, don't want it. So it's wait, nine voting yes. Well, the, it, the motion was to deny oh, okay. the, cause the, 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 the zoning commission mm-hmm. that kind of does a preliminary thing with all these right. requests, and then they push those off to the city council. The, the commission approved it. The motion last night from the council was to deny the approval. Hmm. And if you voted yes, then it was yes to deny. So they voted yes, and they denied um, allowing this business to So I'm not going to get my minute and 10-second pizza. You can still get your minute and 10-second pizza <laughs> at a turbo fire. You know, find that's your true, nearest yeah, locations. But this particular location is not going to be uh, having gaming machines anytime soon, at least.
right, so coming back, we talked um, pizza, beer, and gambling. How about we talk about smoking weed? Some weed. Um, looking at a, 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 a site of public cannabis consumption, downtown Springfield. Oh, a little weed den. So we'll talk about that coming up next. Stay tuned. All right, stick around. Council Roundup continues on the Ray Lytle Morning Show. Let's uh, remind you that Culver's has some chicken tenders, original and buffalo. All you got to do is ask. It's Culver's, Western Wombat. Cloudy with a high of 36, wintry mix. All right, let's get back to more Council Roundup. I mean, the break wasn't even long enough for me to call Quinby. Could we? <laughs> take some things under consideration. I don't have a producer. I got to do this stuff myself. Let's get back into... All right, more Council Roundup. Uh, it's the Council Roundup Vice Edition. Yeah. Uh, we've already seen City Council say no way to another um, establishment looking to set up gaming machines in their establishment. Uh, now let's turn to another zoning issue. Mm-hmm. Now, there were a couple of zoning issues, and I don't know all the legalities of everything, but there were a couple of zoning issues for uh, the dispensary downtown. Uh, and they moved through two of them, and they I think we're just kind of like clean up stuff. I'm not really 100% on that. I'm not a, a zoning lawyer by any stretch. Uh-huh. Uh, but the one that I think most people are going to be um, interested in is the zoning requests to allow for on-site cannabis consumption at the dispensary downtown Springfield. Let's check it out. Here's Mayor. On-premise consumption area to consume cannabis in conjunction with the cannabis dispensary. So this is HCI Alternatives, also known as Illinois Supply and Provisions, owned by Ascend Illinois. So does HCI Alternatives still exist? I think that's like the medical brand now. So it's very, it's very confusing. Well, it, listen, anytime an organization changes their name, it, it happens. I mean, it, it, the what I do outside of here used to be Illinois News Network, but now it's the Center Square. Oh, it just makes no sense. Stop and changing. Illinois Radio Network. Stop changing so. your name. <laughs> uh, let's move on now. Uh, more from uh, people hearing about this uh, request for on-site consumption. Alderman McMiniman not having it. I think the uh, on-site um, usage creates a new and additional problem, especially particularly when it's it's uh, smoking on-site. I think, uh, not to put Bruce Rushton on the spot, but he wrote an article that said that uh, he went out and smoked uh, as soon as he could on January 1. And when you, he says, when you smoke marijuana, I'm just going to quote from Bruce Rushton, the high is immediate. It's, uh, it's not like the edibles where the high can come on over a period of time. He's kissing Bruce Rushton's ass. What the? Well, <laughs> uh, I think he's... Kind of sounded like he's throwing Bruce under the bus, but hey, Bruce went out with it, so. Uh, more from McMiniman and his concerns about what it means to have an on-site cannabis consumption place. I, I, I'm worried about the, the, the change of our, the character of our downtown and putting at risk um, our downtown with the activity um, created by the uh, on-site consumption and folks getting high and then drinking also and what it will do to our historic district. So that's the reason for my no vote on this. I mean, it, what could happen is you could have the uh, 
You could have people going downtown. That'd be horrible, <laughs> right? Oh, be horrible, Joe. You could have, uh, you know, the occasional flash mob break out into some kind of dance routine. Yeah, it'd be horrible. Um, people. you could have drum circles pop up out of nowhere. Who knows? Um, maybe some flower children handing out flowers around. Cheech uh, and Chong might make a visit. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, celebrities show up. Uh, could be, uh, could be. You know, you really don't want to change the character of downtown, right? Just, yeah. You don't want to change the character of a place that really the only, let's face it, uh, at least the bars bring people to downtown. A pot-smoking den will bring people to downtown. Here's uh, Alderman Conley. Alderman Hanauer brought up the issue of um, concern of people smoking in hotels. And um, we certainly have a fairly significant hotel presence right in this neighborhood. And I think having this lounge there gives people who want to smoke still, which I don't know how many people even do that anymore, but gives them an opportunity to consume what is a legal product in the state of Illinois. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, you know, I'm sure plenty of people still smoke um, cannabis. There's also vaping cannabis. There's also uh, consuming uh, infused products, be it gummies or cookies or brownies or whatever. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to eat a cookie. We'll hear from uh, several other aldermen throughout the rest of the show. Uh, Alderman Gregory, mm-hmm. Alderwoman Turner, mm-hmm. Alderman Donilon, uh Chief Winslow. And we'll hear from Chris Stone, who operates Illinois Supply and Provisions, part of Ascend Illinois. So stay tuned. That's all on the so way Chris here. is the one who wants to get the den. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, and uh, we'll hear some of the things he's planning for it. What they uh, what they anticipate uh, it'll look like, how it'll work, yeah, man. The, uh, what kind of other things will be there other than just uh, you know the place for people to will there be to a pizza cannabis? that only takes a, a minute and ten seconds. <laughs> I might want to hook him up with that one guy because that guy's gonna have a pizza oven now he has to get rid of. Uh, yeah, they they probably should have exchanged cards. Yeah, the real that. question though, Ray, is is Chris Stone looking to set up some gambling machines in there? Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Stay tuned. That's all on the way here with the Council Roundup. All right, right now it's news time, 7.30. Here's Greg Bishop with your WMUI News. Idol. Let me just say that I am extremely disappointed. As am I, Alderman Turner. It's, it's, it's not magic. It's, just, it's science. Thanks, Joe. And I remember everybody lighting up in the airplane and smoking cigarettes in the airplane. And so as evidence and science advances, we try to wisen up. I remember in high school in the 1960s, you'd come outside and you'd smoke up, you'd light up. But we've wisened up since then, and I think this is a situation where we've got to take a leadership role. You think Joe was smoking in high school? Probably. I, he don't, I don't know. Like the type. Know. He sounds like the type. He sounds like a smoker. No, he doesn't sound like a smoker. Yeah, you know, to me, he sounds like a smoker. No. Maybe a greaser back in the day. <clears throat> So last night uh, during zoning, the Springfield City Council meeting, uh, they talked about this proposal to allow for on-site cannabis consumption at the dispensary downtown. I see Greaser Joe with a smoke in his mouth. We heard Alderman McMiniman uh, raise several concerns here, uh, including just changing the landscape of downtown. He's worried people are going to go down there and get high and start drinking. And could. Uh, here's Alderwoman Turner uh, addressing some of the concerns that have been raised. I think that having these um, on-site consumption lounges provides some safety for individuals who are 21 and over that want to consume a legal product. She continues. We can only act in a responsible manner, and I think providing 
on-site consumption lounges is being very responsible and not putting um, individuals at risk when they are consuming a legal product. Yeah, man. Alderman Gregory? He wants to see more of these. Yeah. Not less. It is my belief that we need to have them on, you know, in every part of our city west, you know, to the north, to the east and uh, south uh, to prevent people from driving and the things that we don't want. We, we want them to be able to come go somewhere safe and things of that nature. So, you know, I fully support these. And, you know, I hope that that, you know, going forth, you know, we'll start with one here that that we'll look for ways to to add this responsibly uh, one by one, you know, as we go forward. Mm. So they had. Would you, uh, smoke, would you smoke a little weed with uh, Alderman Gregory or Alderwoman Turner? Or? At the at the downtown uh, saying, pot would you, lounge. Would you personally smoke a little weed with the uh, which all which Alderman wouldn't you want to <laughs> smoke pot with? <laughs> which one? I, I, I reverse the question. I, I think I'd want to with McMiniman. You would want to smoke with McMenamin? Oh, I think he'd be the last one I'd want to smoke with, right? Here's uh, Chris Stone, HCI Alternatives, mm-hmm. um, Illinois Supply and Provisions, Ascend Illinois. Uh, he's talking about what they're uh, going to be doing here. Um, yes, we will have to have insurance in order to be able to deal with that. It's not called Dram Shop, but it'll be additional insurance that we carry. You don't understand what I mean. The yep. taverns have to have it. Yep. You guys are, uh, plan to apply for video poker machines or anything? <laughs> we do not. Just thought I'd ask. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Why not? Have, have some video poker machines up there, you're too. Not gonna put, you're not going to put video poker in a place where y- you get high. <laughs> Why not? They have video poker in places where you can get a pizza and, and some where beers. Can, where you can get drunk, which I already think has people uh, concerned. That's so funny. All right. Uh, he was asked a question about... Um, you know, uh, the product purchases. Are people going to only be able to use this lounge if they uh, purchase products? You know, do they have to purchase the product the day of, go right into yeah, the lounge? Get some free samples. What or are do? they going to be able to come back and forth and so on? Here's, or are you going to walk in with some in your pocket? Right. Here's okay. Chris Stone and the mayor. Actually, you don't have to partake. You don't have to use the product once you buy it. You can use a little bit of it in the lounge, and you can take the rest with you if you want to. And you can, can they come, come back, back the next in? day. Okay. Yep. I didn't know how that worked. Yep, you can. Well, why would you want to? What? Use all of it? Well, no, listen. Like, it, that's that's for if you go and you, maybe you're thinking of buying some, uh, I don't know the names of uh, of the weed. Yeah. Maybe you want to buy some Acapulco. Do they still have Acapulco gold? Yeah, I don't know sure. what the words are. Uh, more um, from. But you, so you want to sample it. And then you go and yeah. you say, I'll sample some. And then you, t- and you go, oh, that's pretty good. Then you take it home. You're going to smoke the rest at home. Why would you? You know, you're not going to drive all the way back to HCR Alternatives and get a buzz on every time you want to smoke. Here's Alderman Donnellan. Does the, does the lounge have the filtration, some type of filtration system? It will have a uh, substantial filtration system, both uh, UV and uh, carbon filters. Um, and the air handling system that we will build will actually vent up uh, way above the uh, the ground floor in order to make sure that there's not a uh, persistent smell uh, coming out of the lounge. Oh, that smell. Yeah. Oh, that smell. Uh, here's Alderman Gregory again. What, what, what's capacity? What, what, how many people you think it can be in here? Um, this lounge is going to be probably bigger than what you'd think. Uh, it could be close to 9,000 square feet. Um, oh so the capacity God. could be upwards of, what, 150 people, give or take? So, we, 
Why am I going to build the 9,000 square feet? How much room do they have? I've been in there when I was covering the um, uh, first day, and there's an atrium right there, and there's a bunch of space behind the atrium, and it's a wide open atrium. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to look. What are they going to, how are they going to set this up? Uh, is it going to be like Lord. an open cavernous type of place or is it going to be small rooms or, or what? Gonna, they're going to be couches. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to stand and smoke my more, weed, Yeah, more, more from Gregory. It'd be just a, a dull place where you dull sit on place. the couch and you got a little music, a little, little jazz playing. <laughs> I just want to know, I'm, I'm just interested. Uh, I think there could be music. I think there could be live music. I think there could be DJ. Um, uh, we have a movie theater actually in the back. So all kinds of ideas there. Uh, He's even thinking about putting in a kitchen so that people can learn how to infuse cannabis into foods. Look at that. That's a fantastic idea. Uh, Here's more on uh, Stone. You know what? There's a contemplation to potentially do that. Yeah, the kitchen and the food and all that uh, stuff. But McMinniman's still got concerns here. Potentially there's 150 people that are high at 10 o'clock when you close. And I know they're not all going to have designated drivers. And if they did have designated drivers in that room, there'll be uh, what you call you know, passive inhalation contact high. So you can have 100 up to, uh, Chief, are you here? You can have, uh, you'll be monitoring 150 high individuals leaving the, um, the, the adult uh, consumption area getting out onto our streets. So I, I think that's a real concern. Another reason why I'm going to vote no on this. How do we monitor 600 drunk people leaving downtown? That's a good point. Yeah, and like the like, uh, get an Uber. Yeah. Come on. I think that'd be uh, kind of simple. Yeah. Um, Just you know get an Uber. More from McMinniman. Bartenders are required to control consumption, and if they see anyone over abiding, um, does it happen? Doesn't happen. Well, there's still a liability there if they if they fail to measure and they fail to take action. Right. But you you get you smoke marijuana to get high. I mean that's the whole purpose behind it. So I think we got a new situation, a new problem here. And can I point out he's asking the real folks out there that he's asking the real question that I jokingly asked. (laughs) Yeah, he's asking the real question that I jokingly asked before we started the council roundup. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Here's uh, Alderman. Or older woman, Conley. I've gotten, I've heard from a number of people, um, very complimentary of the staff that you have currently at your dispensary, um, and the way. And my understanding is, is that these staff go through a fair amount of training. We have community colleges that are working to develop enhanced and increased training for staff at these facilities. And they're all looking into making sure that uh, you know people understand the law, making sure people are understanding how to safely consume this, and so on. Yes, yeah, some people go to get high. Some people go just to get a little buzz, and some. People might go just to get the contact buzz for free and go watch a movie. I mean, this sounds like a creative way to safely enjoy something in our community, and I appreciate go get some thought. I still think you should have at least popcorn. (laughs) 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 Anyway, but I I would just like to say, I mean, but these, but they're really doing training for these employees. Yeah, they are. Uh, Alderwoman Turner. We're acting like January one. Everyone in Springfield just started. Getting high. They've been doing it for ye- for years and yeah, navigating man. the streets and all of that. So I think that what we're doing now is being very responsible, putting some responsibility and accountability around it. Yeah, I think that's um, a strong point there. 
Uh, what about the question of uh, cops monitoring this place and you know popping people if they get into a car after leaving? We have proactive patrols out every night. We will treat it just like we would any other business, whether it's a DUI whether for alcohol or cannabis. We don't sit outside bars to target people who are leaving bars. We're not going to sit outside this gentleman's establishment to target people leaving. Uh, obviously, we would like the same relationship we have with our local bars. That if they have somebody in there that they feel is impaired or intoxicated, they take appropriate steps to get them home safely, uh, just like you would do it for a friend at a bar, et cetera. Uh, a consumer there. So that's what we'll do. Again, we'll address it. If an issue starts arising, we start seeing a pattern, then we'll address it as it comes up. A couple more uh, sound bites here from uh, Chris Stone. I think that there's going to be a period of time where you obviously let people uh, out, but you're going to have to find them rides, and, and we're working through the policies to make sure that we have um, good safety and security procedures, both when they come in as well as when they leave, to make sure that they're leaving. They're there in a safe uh, area, in a safe place, and when they leave, they're getting home to hey a man, safe place. I so would they- order up a Duber. Oh my gosh! I'd order a Duber. That's an me, idea. Hey Duber, get me home. You want to know? Yeah. You want to know who's going to own, own Duber? Me. That's who. Um, me and Greg. And we want to make sure that Duber. we are providing a good model for what a lounge should be um, for you know other municipalities and other lounges that may uh, decide to uh, enter the business uh, in the future. You're subject to state inspection, right? We are. So there you go. You order a Duber, and we will send a ride over to pick you up. Could and get you home. You could see that on-site yeah. consumption spot. Yeah, from come, on-site uh, consumption spots, come sometime April. And the like. You could see that in April, so uh, hopefully yeah. we can get uh, the Duber up and running we'll get by du- then. So. We'll get Duber up and running. Yeah. And we're going to hire Tim. Tim's going to be our there first hire. Listener, that's Tim. A, that's your council roundup. Very good. Oh, well, we're all here at the consumption place. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's Ray. He's over there consuming with uh, Alderman... Uh, Turner and Gregory. Oh, what's going on in that boring room? Oh, that's Greg. He's over there consuming with Joe McManaman. That's what we found out today. That's who Joe, that's who Greg would want to smoke with. Alderman McManaman. Uh, 7.50 is the time. It's a Ray Lyle morning show. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Uh, Culver's has chicken tenders, original in Buffalo. Just for you, it's Culver's Weston Wabash. Your weather forecast. Cloudy, high 36 today. Wintery mix tonight, low 30. Snow, then rain Thursday with a high of 36. Snow to rain Friday. Cloudy Saturday and Sundays with high in the upper 30s. More in a moment. To give you a voice. I think 